Hello, my friends. I am, um, we're trying to figure out what is wrong because I love doing these live streams. So let's pray that, that the, the whole, this, you have to understand, this is not just a live stream. Like you, you turn on the cam camera, there's like a whole system behind it to get it online and then to get it to you live. And somewhere last week it started or a few days before last week. And now, um, sometimes these things get worse and Dirk is trying to figure it out. So I don't think he's going to say much today because he's like um, cursing a little bit because he wants to find out where the issue is. But if you are here, I am happy that you're here. You you stayed. I'm so excited that you stayed. It is possible maybe the weather. I really hope that we can get this sorted out so it doesn't happen in the future. But I hope you also just bear with us because uh, we are spending a lot of time figuring out where it's coming from. Okay, so today, yeah, someone is saying YouTube. It could be that it's YouTube. It seems like this this issue, that this is a new issue. Um, it looks like this time it comes from YouTube. But before... Okay, to weigh in, it's definitely coming from YouTube. YouTube Studio is completely messed up. The, our, our bandwidth is okay, but YouTube says it's not getting enough data. Our, we have no preview in the in the YouTube studio, zero. The audio is completely off. It's, I don't know what the hell they're doing, but something is really wrong there. Yeah, we should check out if it's only, if everybody's dealing with it that uses YouTube studio. But it's time for other platforms to also give an option because YouTube was the only one that offered this live stream option you know, easy with um, everything uh, going live within a little bit of time and uh, hosting it. And then also that people can send super chat and super stickers. I think those are working. If you really have something you want to talk about with me, then um, yeah, just uh, send it to me. But I'm going to check the chat today a little bit more. Okay, so New York City had a snowstorm and it started Sunday afternoon or 7 clock and basically our car is covered in snow we cannot see the car anymore we know where it is but there's a big um yeah there's a lot of snow on it is you don't even see that there's a car there um so we cannot drive anywhere so we're staying inside we see that there's a lot of um you there's a lot of um snow everywhere still because it snowed for a day and what the, the, the snow, what do you call it? These, uh, these, these, these um, city trucks, they move in and they have a snowplower and they move just the snow aside. So what you have now, when you walk on the sidewalk, that you cannot really walk from one block to the next because it's really up high. And then if they made a little walkway in between, some of the snow is already melting. So you, you sometimes step into a puddle that's like this deep. It's like a little bit of a dangerous situation, but the people have lived in New York City or know about New York City in the snow um, know this, that, that those are the dangers. And then some sidewalks are slippery. Some people have put up a lot of snow or uh, threw a lot of salt everywhere to make sure that nobody's gonna, yeah, that the snow is gonna go away and that nobody's going to trip. But Bane doesn't like to go out. I don't like to go out and when it's snowing and cold like that. So um, we're staying mostly inside. That's also what the governor said. Just please stay inside. 
um, for the coming days. But it's funny, the, the mayor also said that and they both went out. They both went, uh, took a car because it's basically with a lot of Democrats, it's, you know, we put up rules for you, but we have different rules. And that's what we, maybe it's just these mayors that do that or this mayor and this governor, but that's what we see a lot. Um, I see uh, Joy Villa is live. Yes, I, it's good that a lot of people are trying to be live, but for maybe they just don't like what I'm saying and they only uh, mess up my live stream. But that's something Dirk is going to find out. And he's really smart, so he will probably find out where it's coming from. And also really angry at the moment. <laughs> yes, he was very upset. Because he wants, you know, we like doing this together, so we have to keep working on it. And... Um, we invested time and money because you send me a lot of good products um, through my Amazon wish list or through my PayPal. And we invest in all this stuff like cables and everything to do better. And then it's really frustrating if, like in this case, YouTube probably is giving us issues. But we'll figure it out. And um, so we've been inside mostly. And I'm just sipping my tea. As you can see, I got a nicer size mug this time. As you can see, it's a cancel, cancel culture. Yes, another product. You can find it on my um, link below, the merchandise. Um, I really think the quality is great. It's very bright. And uh, yeah, nice cup of tea. Mm. And the sweaters. I saw a few of you have already, or a few. I saw more than I thought um, people ordering the sweaters. And my sister and my brother-in-law wants one. And it's like really nice that everybody's so excited. But really, if you got it, or please take a picture. I would love to see how it looks on you. And also what colors you, um, uh, what you chose. And I will do more things like this. I have other designs or thoughts, um, a lot about free speech that I'm going to come out with. But this is very dear to my heart. Like we have to stop this cancel culture. Um, every day I hear more stories. And it's a dangerous time in our society where certain voices are being censored or canceled. And then others are doing everything outside and inside the law and just outside um, just anything they can do to make you believe what they're saying and um the gaslighting is amazing and um the thing is we know that you know if you follow every day closely what's happening you know what the story is you know who's lying you know who is telling the truth but the problem is is that if certain people start canceling people censoring people screaming kicking Anything to have people shut up, impeachment, everything. The danger is that in 20, 30, 40 years, our kids will learn a history that has been written by these people if we don't send up to it. So what we need to focus on is um, write down the history as we see it. So our kids learn what it was truly like and not just what they want you to know. Because... Basically, if you're trying to censor people and burn books and all that stuff, then you're probably uh, one of the bad guys. You're probably not one of the good guys. If you 
really believe that everybody should have a voice and just talk and you want unity, then you let everybody talk. But if you're starting to go against or go after people, you probably think, you know, you think you probably you're allowed to do that because you in your mind thought are making it like that person is a bad person. So I have to do this. Um, but a lot of this has been like with president Trump, I've been following him from the beginning to the end, every life press conference, every rally, I've heard what he said and I know what the media and all these celebrities are making of it and people are influenced by it, but there's still millions and millions and millions of people that see the truth, thankfully. So I'm keeping my faith that this will be in those 20, 30, 40 years when our kids are learning history, that this is just a blip in time where we talk and look back about, uh, we look back and talk about Oh, remember that time when there was a group of people in America that were going after the president and they were canceling everybody. They were like calling companies to cancel people they don't like or censoring people and throwing them off the social media platforms. Can you believe that, that they did that to people? I hope that that is going to be what will be written in the history books. I hope that you will um, also, um, yeah, join me in this and that's why i'm trying to do live streams and otherwise just videos we're going we need to expose the truth more and we need to talk about what's going on and the more they they censor people the more they will fight to find other ways and more people that want to stay out of it they start to notice like why are they censoring people this is dangerous so you will actually get more people on your side and i wish we could have a moment where we just follow the process and the constitution in America, but apparently many people don't. And um, they are, you know, they are actively going against certain people and you have to just stand up for yourself and defend yourself. Not even, you know, just peacefully, but just stand your ground and say, you know, this is, you, you can't cancel me and you cannot do this to other people. This is wrong. That's why I started this um that's why I designed these sweaters and everything else. So we can, you know, show that to people that we're not going to be part of that cancel culture. If you don't like someone, go somewhere else, buy your stuff somewhere else. Uh, if you don't bother us, we don't bother you, but we're not going to do this whole cancel culture. And um, I think that's just important to do in this day and age. We It's not like we can just sit back and relax and watch TV because everywhere you go, we're being bombarded with propaganda for certain movements. It's still ongoing. We hear about, um, they want people to see life and what's happening a certain way and no other way is possible. If you think a different way, you are a terrorist. I mean, they're all talking about uh, now that, that 75 million people that have voted for President Trump are terrorists basically. Um, this is a really sad time. It's not believable that, that, you know, then if you say that, then people are going to wake up and see that you're calling for that and, and, um, they will wake up. So what I encourage everybody that's on the same page as me, that's more like middle ground, common sense, um, fair and honest, straightforward, you know, against hypocrisy, against cancel culture for free speech. We need to keep doing that and sharing that. And we need to support people that are trying to just, you know, 
make a living and do the right thing. And we have to also put like a barrier between us. Like doesn't even need to be a visual visual uh, wall like what they have now in Washington DC. I don't know if you saw it, but they hate the wall of President Trump. But now they love this this fence around the Capitol and they want to keep it because they're apparently afraid of um, citizens, American citizens. But we have um, we need to you know keep talking to each other and call out the hypocrisy. I mean, if a mayor says stay inside, don't go on the road for something not important, and he does it himself, we have to just say, hey, you're being a hypocrite. Um, if you are pointing fingers at people for COVID and then you have people die in nursing homes that are um, 50% more than what was originally thought, we need to talk about it because you have been calling um, other people and talking about how many people died under his watch, in this case, President Trump, then, you know, you're the one in charge for New uh, of New York. You need to, to also, um, we can ask questions. So that's with Governor Cuomo. And I see a lot of uh, comments. Um, what kind of tea am I drinking? I'm drinking a decaffeinated green tea. Because I love green tea and it's good for my stomach. Um, and um, But the caffeine, sometimes when I drink caffeinated uh, tea or coffee, then I'm, I you know, have a great energy day and the next day I burn out. I just cannot handle it. So I drink decaffeine, decaffeinated green tea. And um, yes, I see someone saying that they're also social media uh, censorship. What they want to do, they want to make it... Yeah, that's something I, I I was checking to see what the issue is with with the stream. So I checked on Twitter for uh, glitches and bugs with YouTube, and there are multiple complaints about um, the the YouTube Studio being buggy. So the same as what we have, that we only see part of the screen, so it looks like our stream isn't proper. There are audio issues, and a lot of people cannot access their YouTube live stream because they're. Uh, the streaming code isn't recognized anymore. So I don't know what's going on there, but there's definitely something going on. But I don't want to be too conspiracy, but... Yeah. Well, we just have to figure it out. And otherwise we just can't do the live streams for now. Or we Maybe we have to invite people on Zoom sessions or other platforms. We have to figure it out. But at least right now it seems to be working. And um, hi, Elia. Welcome. We are all doing fine. I hope you're doing fine. We had some issues with the live stream, but we made it. And I see people watching, so that's great. Um, well, what we, yeah, like I was talking about how the this cancel culture and um, also that they're canceling people, but they kind of want, um, I even heard that they want to talk about, you know, what is the truth and we need to, you know, they put tags and, and these stickers underneath videos. And still, Biden is, is, is in the White House. It still says whatever he is posted. Uh, Joe Biden was the elected winner. Like, they really want to make you believe it. And I always look at it like if you keep saying and repeating the same thing to brainwash people to believe it, whatever it is, why are you keep saying that over and over again? Um, if you're so convinced that you won fair and square and you have no issues, um, it's not helping their cause. 
So we have to, um, I think it's uh, working the other way than what they're trying to achieve. And maybe for a short moment in time, they will achieve some censorship and um, big tech, you know, influence of everything that has been happening. We've seen it all. It's like not a secret. We've seen it. If you were aware of what was going on, you saw what they were doing. And it seemed to be working, but I really hope that in 20, 30, 40 years, we can tell our kids, remember that time? That was crazy. That was a moment, a shift in time where people started to wake up and realize what was going on. There was propaganda. People started to put their money where their mouth was. Um, they changed uh, for the people that were like a monopoly, the, the groups and the um, social media giants. And, a, and they um, started... Um, putting money in the stock market to fight the, the Wall Street guys. We saw that last week with um, GameStop. I just, uh, GameStop, sorry. And I spoke about that in the video, this system is rigged. And Dirk went to um, a protest on Sunday. I saw some pictures in the media. I like the picture that Dirk took uh, better. But yeah, we just keep everything for our live stream. So you have unique images. But um, one of the people that were there was Gavin Waxon. He's um, he's on Twitter as well. And he is a young Republican. And together with other people that are more left-leaning, like Bernie Sanders type of people, they w don't like what the, the Wall Street big guys, the hedge funds are doing. And they are trying to play the same game. But then the big guys don't like it because they're losing money. And uh, so the, the whole, everything is disrupted. But you see now in that Elizabeth Warren is trying to, you know, investigate, but is more going after the, the groups of people that want to uh, play the same game. Um, we have to see what Jeanette Yellen is going to do. She's the Secretary of Treasury. We see that it happened with GameStop, but there are other stocks that are going the same direction, like AMC. And um, I heard others... But Dirk, did you hear anything about uh, was you followed it a little clip more closely since you? I yeah, I think it's going quiet a little bit, but the Reddit guys are still on it. I did notice that Bitcoin went up by a lot, um, but I also talked to some uh, in investors, and they think it's uh, it's actually an issue with the uh, people that have to. Uh, complete the trades in the back end. So if you buy a stock and uh, you sell a stock, the, the uh, people that have to complete that transaction, that whole office, that's a huge mess apparently. So it it might really be the perfect storm and things went wrong on the back end and nobody's actually the bad guy. Okay. Yeah, we'll have to just wait and see. But it's definitely... Something is still happening there because it happened once and can happen again that, that, that they find ways. So what you notice in America is many people wake up, they see how games are played, they see what's going on and they they come to an alternative. They want to find different ways to, to um, be part of it or change it. And that's what's really interesting. We'll see more of that coming here. What I do think about New York City is, yeah, we now had a snowstorm and um, suddenly everybody was talking about opening up again. Um, February 14th, Valentine's Day, New York can be have indoor dining 25%. So that's uh, 
Only 25% of the space can be filled with people. And um, I be- I don't know. It's, it's just uh, the one good thing about Joe Biden being in office that I expect everything to be magically better the coming months and that we can go to normal. And they, they do talk about vaccinations, but many people here, they're not really interested. So we have to see about that. As long as it's not mandatory, I'm okay. Because again, I'm for, you know, freedom of decisions and speech and everything freedom that everybody can decide for themselves what's best for them. If you want it, you want it. If you don't, that's fine too. But um, yeah, it's interesting that that in America, suddenly when the bad guy Trump is out of office, then they suddenly want to make it seem that everything's going to be better. Biden has been crazy that he's been, how do you say that? Biden has um, signed a lot of executive orders, more than any president before. He says it's not just signing new laws into place, it's just eliminating bad policy. Uh, many people are like, what? And maybe they do everything really fast. So people are overwhelmed. Like, I don't even know which one to complain about. There's so many crazy things happening right now. We hear that um, press secretary, she's different than Kay- Kaylee McEnany, who was first there. And um, she, w- I heard that they want some questions in advance. Otherwise, she has to circle back a lot. So there's some uproar on that, that people are like, okay. Okay, they want to be the most transparent, but they want to know which questions are asked. And uh, I see someone talk about silver, but other people say that it's just they want you to to believe that it's silver, and you sh- you know that they that that's just a tactic from the people that don't want you to invest in stocks. They want you to invest in silver, but no, 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 no. So the 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 talk on Reddit is that. Uh, the hedge funds are trying to, uh, to 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 get silver up to recoup their losses. So they pretend like they are the Reddit guys, uh, and they're saying, "Oh, get into silver, get into silver." Uh, but actually, they bought a lot of silver to recoup their losses. You know, for me, I don't do anything with stocks. It's just so to me, so much risk. So to me, um. Imagine if you don't do stocks like me, you don't have any stress about losses or wins and you're just like, okay, whatever. But they're all, there's a lot of talk like that. Um, They're trying, you know, it's now a little, little, yeah, there's some, something going on there, like I said, and you hear from every side a different story. Um, On the other hand, in the Netherlands, I see some people from the Netherlands and for the people that are watching from America, um, in the Netherlands, they have imposed the toughest COVID measures, lockdown measures. People have to stay at home. There's a curfew after 9 p.m. Not even in America there has been a curfew. Maybe in Los Angeles, but I don't believe it was in New York City. Um, in Florida, it's been open. People are having dinner. I see my friends in Florida just having dinner inside, dinner outside. They're all happy, healthy. They have a great governor, Governor DeSantis. It really makes me want to move to Florida. So I'm definitely checking out uh, properties there. Um, Then you have nice weather all the time and lower taxes. I mean, what's not to love? But 
yeah, in New York City and all these other, it's very extreme. And the Netherlands has been the most extreme and people hate it. And we have these protests and the Netherlands is not following the international amnesty laws. And I mean, the, the United Nations, everything that was agreed on, how to deal with a protest, how to have police deal with it. Yeah. And then it's just, there's so much going on. And then people are not sure that, that there's a lot of people in the hospital because of the disease um people don't believe the government anymore they also are res- they have resigned the prime minister on top of that we had a big scandal with child subsidy um a resigned prime minister Rutte knew about it and the public prosecutor didn't want to go after the the government officials that uh, were part of this so now we have a lot of families that are independently going to court to get these people um you know, to face uh, justice. There's a lot happening all over the world. It's a crazy time. But I know for a lot of people, they just want to, they just wanted to live their lives and be happy and go out and have nice dinner and have babies and have travel the world. But unfortunately, everything and everybody is not, everybody is now forced to face reality and take a stance and take a stand and just, you know, do some research because it's just so much in your face. You're basically at home and you're, are, um, how do you say, a prisoner in your own home. And it's everything you didn't want. And I always tell you, life is not fair. Life is not fun. But I still every day feel happy and okay mentally and um I can deal with this and it doesn't affect my mood. And why is that? Well, first of all, before this all happened, I was already changed my lifestyle to be more a homebody and not being influenced by what other people are doing. No fear of missing out. Just trying to relax, live my life. So that helped. But also I've trained my mind to deal with these setbacks. I've had a lot of setbacks in my life. I've been fighting for justice so many times. And um, I just learned along the way that, there are a lot of people with bad intentions, people that are trying to just for fun get at you or uh, try to make it difficult for you. It's not true that there most people in the world want to just be happy together and work it out to make, um, you know, to find common ground, to work together to a mutual um, thing that is best for both. Because human nature, it seems like they, they want you themselves to do better. Um, and they like, they enjoy other people having a hard time. And that's just not fair. That's just, you know, not really nice, but it's something we have to deal with. And when you learn and you realize that most people are not, you know, good people, then you really start appreciating the few people that are good natured because I've always been naive in my life and I always... Um, believe the best in everybody and then I would be so disappointed all the time and that would affect my mood but now I changed it around now I'm saying okay it's not normal it's not a given that people are nice and that they do the right thing so expect the worst and then when it, it happens and they're really good and nice and they work together and it's all fine then that gives you extra happiness so I have a very low um 
I expect the best for myself. And every day I wake up and I want to fight for justice and truth. And But I find the joy in that for, in myself and not just what other people do. Because I cannot trust most people. I cannot. Most people are in it for themselves. They change their mind. They're being rude. I don't like that. So when I know my qualities, my boundaries, and I do the best every day f- what I can do within my world. And that's why I enjoy it so much when I have a great conversation with people or like last week we went to visit friends that have always uh, like one friend that always stood by me. And even when I was going through the worst time in my life and, um, you really need to always, you know, be appreciative of the few people that do the right thing. And I think that, that, um, it's a change of thought change, you know, instead of hoping for the best and unicorns and always that, you know, it's not like that. It's not that fun. That's why you need to find a little fun and have a low expectation, but work hard every day and be happy with yourself. What you do and achieve every day, that is um, what should make you happy. So that's why it doesn't affect my mental health. And it's, yeah, when that thing happened on January 6th, I was very uh, sad. It really, the, the, the narrative, what happened, that after a year of being in riots and still fire, damages, over a billion uh, dollars worth of damages all over America with people inciting it and nobody telling these politicians, you are inciting this, this is an insurrection, stop it. Um I saw what was happening in January 6th and then the story and the narrative and the, how it was being used. And later on, you saw videos of people actually saying, Hey, what are you doing? There's no security. Why don't you police? Why don't you do anything? Why don't you go in? So it made me sad that I realized, you know, they're really going all in to get this narrative out. This needs to be, they, they want this narrative. And, uh, yeah, then I have a day where I'm upset, but then I'm like, okay, again, most people are not that nice. Uh, and you just have to find the few people that are nice. And especially in these hard times, you really see if in case ever there would be a war, who you're going to fight the war with and and who are going to be the, you know, the traitors, the ones that are going to do the easy route and go with, um, you know, the... Like, I don't know. But it's, it's just that, that you know who your friends are. You know... Um, relationships will, you know, in tough times, you'll get to know each other better. You be- can become stronger together. And um, it is, you know, life, it's just a work in progress. And, but you have to start working on your mental health yourself. And maybe if this, if this lockdown affected you so much and you have to understand that are just bad people that are doing this for the wrong reasons. Um, once you realize that, you know, it's not you, you, and, and they, that the, the one thing they want is you to be upset and depressed. So don't let them do that to you. Don't let them win that way. You have to just find other ways to make, um, to fight back or to make life better and make it life work for you. But, um, yeah, that's just, I don't know. I'm ranting, but I am i don't know. I'm just always, 
I can be upset about something in a moment, but it never affects my mood. And it used to when I was younger, but I really think I trained my brain that there's almost no setback that gets me. It just gives me energy to fight harder, to become better, to, if I know it's not right, what happens? I continue fighting because most people give up. And what I'm telling you is you have to continue. You have to keep going. And you have to just take these setbacks and use them to your benefit and make yourself better and make yourself um, be in a good position. And if nothing lets you, you know, if nothing is going to get you down, then you are mentally a very strong person. And I'm telling you, it will be in the rest of your life. That is a, something that's so valuable. Um, that is very useful in the, the for the rest of your life. I see, Mark, you like my blue, my sweater. Yes, I like it too. Um, that's why I, I have some, I'm offering my sweaters in black and gray, beautiful gray and uh, dark gray, light gray and white. But I was like, I'm a colorful person. I'm you know, I want some color in my life. So that's, this is the blue one. I couldn't, you know, buy all the sweaters, um, in every color for myself, but if I could, I would maybe, you know, Dirk is the one watching, um, the finances. So once a while I will buy something new myself, but, um, cause you know, it's, it's just, you have to be smart with your money in these days. And are you uh, now really pretending that you listen to me? <laughs> sometimes okay sometimes nice um i see that um is, is are, are we now going to the ask me anything section yeah you can ask me any questions um and um because we managed to make the live stream work it's like in you the meantime, I'm looking at different hardware and software. I, I'm looking at Wirecast. So if anybody has any input about that, it's really expensive, but it, they seem to have some support. So okay. So the, the people that are technical, please talk to Dirk about that. Um, yeah, it's just that um, in my life, I talk about... I okay, so I started this live stream to give some more honest, in my opinion, um, view on what is happening in America. And um, I always think that when you start small, it could grow, but I really just already appreciate if it's just a few people want to listen. For me, it helps too, to get my thoughts into place. And I know I've, you know, some people, like it helped me in the past talking to someone. Sometimes it helps other people as well. So I started like that to talk about everything. And um, then I'm about America and how the propaganda of the mes mes media, I want to say two things at the same time, doesn't work. Um, and the media, how they change narrative stuff. It's really, it can make you go crazy, but you have to step back and look at it and know I'm not crazy and just be calm because and inform people and talk to people because that's what they want. They want you to think that you are grown crazy, that you don't know what you're saying, that, that there's something wrong and you don't, you make sure that they cannot put you in that position. The same as what happened in the Netherlands 
with those protests where in which they got the police to um, start the violence and then there was violence back. And now everybody's talking about, oh, these people, they committed violence. No, look at the start, the issue. The police didn't do their job. They didn't, they did some illegal things. Um, and that's how it started. Same with the capital. If you don't have any security and you already know that there's maybe going to ha something's going to happen, then that's an issue, but they want to put it on, they want to put the blame on someone and use it for the rest of our lives. So I just wanted to be here to give a different idea and different view on what happened. That's how I started. But of course my history, what I started was a model and in my entertainment world and modeling world, you know, there was only one thought process possible and I didn't understand where the conservatives were coming from. I thought that, you know, the Democrats and just the whole green living, that can only be done in one way. And then I learned about greenwashing and that if you do certain things, other things happen. And I started going into it more. And then I realized that it's not working and that, to really ha have, uh, you know, changed the world for a better way, you kind of need to keep the good things and cherish them. The moment you start totally changing everything that we always thought as, you know, something we could rely on, then people are going to lose their minds and they're going to, you know, there's no basis anymore. And we all need to have that common ground and we are losing it now. And that's really sad. But then I noticed that, you know, I'm not a real, like, I don't even know what I am because on certain things I'm a little more left leading, other things are more right leading. I'm more in the middle, common ground. Um, and um, I just want America to have a president that works for the country and for the world. And the same in the Netherlands. And when you see things going the wrong way on every level, it's really sad. And I was like, I guess it, at home and not say anything and be a pretty face and maybe they book me and I have to shut up, but I cannot shut up. I have to keep talking and I have to just say what's on my mind. Otherwise it eats me inside. So I don't want that. I'm just going to uh, say what I think. And that's how I started this live stream and um, it's growing and it's just really fun. It's uh, if you want me to um, continue doing this, I, yeah, I hope that you can, support me one of the things i'm offering is i you know i do a lot of art and i design things but i have patrons now uh, on patreon and i send a card in one tier i send a card every month with a little message on the back and it's uh, usually a picture of Derek, or you know we create something every month so that's something that you can get in a mailbox from new york city and I'm also sharing more exclusive stories, like the things I did on Instagram over the years, the little stories of what I'm doing, what's on my mind, little inside stories. I'm also doing that on Patreon. And uh, that way I can pay the bills and continue doing this. It's just, um, you know, that's just my new life now. I don't want to work for companies that are selling their souls to some movement or to some, um, you know, trying to please people and say the right thing, but inside or behind the scenes, they're saying something else. They don't dare to speak out against cancel culture. Um, I don't want to be forced that, you know, I have to shut up. So I'm doing everything on my own. 
and it feels much better. Mark, you're asking me where we want to live. Um, New York City and New York is making it very difficult for people to live here. Even if you just like us, uh, we have uh, we're self-employed. Um, it's becoming more difficult with the, the people in the office. And um, I'm also going where friends are. Um, one thing I was thinking is, so we got a car, but we have a dream, Dirk and I, to go uh, get an um, RV and go visit all our friends in America. So maybe we can do that. And even my uh, loyal supporters, we can make pay a visit or something because they're all over America. And I know, Mark, you are, I believe, in Michigan. And then we have people, Vivo, thank you so much. You're in L.A., um, you're saying keep preaching, Lonneke. You are one of the more genuine and engaging public figures, and we're glad you're on the side of common sense. Thank you so much, uh, and thank you for your, um, you know, um, what is it, super chat? But I don't know. I don't. I'm not a follower. I've never been like that. I also in school, my teacher says that I always was very opinionated. I couldn't. I what what I think of in my youth of what kind of child I was, I was always crying when there was um, injustice or I was being bullied a lot in elementary school, but I was not going to give in. It was not going to affect me mentally. It was just very annoying and stressful and other kids that were being bullied, they really started going out crazy. It really made me stronger. And also I was myself still worried for other kids that were being bullied or um, yeah, injustice. It just, I really, really made me mad. I, this is something I'm born with. It's in my genes and I will continue doing this and I will continuing to, I will continue to talk about issues that I see that I experience myself and tell you what I experienced most of the time, or a lot of times it's a different narrative than what the media is portraying. For instance, um, I see that, uh, my, um, like the riots in New York City. Um, even police officers, we have showed this magazine. This is the one that we show everybody. So it's a little wrinkled, but you know, you can order this as well. Link is below. But the, the thing, the thing is, is that the people that saw this book, you know, they were like, no, I've never seen it. I've not seen this in the news. I'm like, no, because they don't show you what really happened. So Derek and I, we continue going as long as we're in New York or wherever we're going to show you what we see in our experience. I also try not to talk too much about either. Um, yeah, I really want to focus more on options and solutions than about, you know, how annoyed I am by someone saying something bad or a politician. I want to look at options to solve it. That's what I really want to focus on. But sometimes you have to talk about what is going on to understand why something else is a better choice. Thank you, Wooden Banjo Boy. Stay positive. It fits you and your based husband. Thank you so much. And um, I also saw, I want to, before I forget, I saw some people on my um, PayPal. They also sent me some uh, support. And that's Patricia and Frank and Kent and Herminia. Thank you so much. I saw your, um, you know, some people don't like super chat. Some people want to do it that way. It's really helpful. Thank you so much. And um, it also feels great if you feel appreciated. But 
<laughs> yeah, also the names. Some people in the chat, they have like the most interesting names. Sometimes I cannot say it out loud. But... Um, Eileen, are you talking about pictures of Dirk are made by him? Um, no, no pictures of Dirk. No, 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 no. No, you mean um, he used to be very... Um, he was like a workout fanatic and he could have been on the cover of Men's Health, I think. But, you know, then he had a cardiac arrest and now he can be and on... And he got married. <laughs> That's what happens. Um, yeah, so no pictures of Derek, but he doesn't like to be in the spotlight, but he likes to also share his opinion sometimes. He, he takes pictures of people, interesting people. Um, still in New York, that's why it's so great that I have these cards that um, if I always order more for myself and for my family um, because it's a moment in time. I love memories. I love to, to keep, yeah, keepsakes. And for me, I go back sometimes. I want things to, because they want to erase history. I want to do everything to keep history and keep memories. So I encourage everybody, if you have stuff and you think, oh, I don't need it right now, just put, if it's something that, for instance, your high school something or, you know, uh, a ticket to somewhere you went that was an amazing time, put it in a box. That's what I always encourage everybody to do. Just put it in a box, keep it, you, you never know if it's going to be valuable in the future. But also, I noticed with myself, like sometimes 20 years later, I was like, oh, I really wish I kept that. And I'm really sad that I didn't. And then my... So from that moment on, I'm just keeping a box with the most important stuff. And I put it aside. And every time I don't know... And this is also important to protect yourself. Um, you know, if the tax authorities are being annoying that you could always have proof of everything but that's a separate subject but i really encourage everybody just you know keep history it's i keep saying this and frank the reason we know much about how it was like what it was like to be in the war and be stuck at home with a curfew and you had to hide if police came by sounds familiar well, anyway, that's because she wrote this diary. So I myself also write every day a little bit. Even if I'm tired, I write something down what happened that day. And um, it's important that we learn from Anne Frank and these people that, first of all, it shouldn't happen again. But also, you know, keeping memories and writing down what happened. It's important, especially in this digital age, that nothing is going to be kept. I'm actually sad that my videos, I hope that uh, we can keep, you know, that we can have a backup. So Dirk is always backing up everything um, because in a way it's up in the air somewhere. It's not going, you know, it, the one thing is Dirk has been very nice um, as like a little present for me. He's been going through old, trying to find old TV shows I was on in the Netherlands when I was younger and he found a few and um, I'm still looking for e-entertainment i did a segment a 30 minute segment i think in 1998 or something and i still want to get it that they visited my home in the netherlands and um yeah it's a really nice segment my dad is in it and i'm hoping to get that one too but we got some other old things and really it's like the nicest gift and the nicest thing these um thing he also got my favorite um child children's novel is that how you say it? Child's novel? It's just a children's book. Yeah, children's book. 
Pinkeltje. I don't know if you know it for the Dutch people, but it's a yellow book with a little... Um, what is Pinkeltje? Pink is a little human, but very tiny. Like this, like this big, like this big. Like your pink. Like my, yeah. Pinkeltje. Yeah. And uh, he goes on adventures. So Dirk got me the whole series. And um, I can't wait... I don't want to live in an apartment anymore. I want to live in a house and I can't, I'm, I'm envisioning this bookshelf with all these old books that mean so much to me. And, um, yeah. So I see, yeah, it's just uh, little memories. I could talk for hours about memories and stories and behind the scenes of videos. If you want that, um, yeah, send me super chats and I'll just talk about it. But um how you, i see one question how did the, does the police act in new york city and in the usa with the COVID? well a lot of them don't wear a mask and they they get together um also ambulance personnel i see them without a mask it's just i don't know it's you should make up your own mind what you think we should do because it's very hard to enforce things even biden has this uh, mask mandate now for federal buildings. The first thing he does is go to a federal building with Lincoln, the statue of Lincoln, and um, he doesn't wear a mask. So it's even if you want to force things on people, it's so hard. But I haven't seen, well, the thing is, New York people just, it's cold now, so they all wear a mask. And if you don't, they don't care. They just walk past you. When you go into a store, you do have to wear one. But they don't make it a big deal. And I noticed in the Netherlands, they make it a big deal. And this is part of the problem also with Prime Minister Rutte. He first said, oh, it doesn't work. Um, and here it was more like explaining why it works. And still, if you don't want to go to a store with a mask, then just stay home and get, you know, it's very easy to order things here at home. But um, I just... But it's yeah. not as bad here as like in, if you go to China, you have to quarantine for 20 days. You can literally not go outside of your uh, room, of your hotel room for 20 days. So it's uh, even though we think it's bad, it's not as bad as it can be. So just make sure it doesn't have that way ever. Yeah, it's. Um, I think personally that. A virus is a virus and you're either lucky or unlucky and you have to take good care of yourself, your health. Walking outside is important, eating healthy, the right vitamins, supplements, especially in the winter and be happy and not let things affect you because when you have stress, your immune system is, is compromised and it's, it's hard and you need to build your immune system. So... Yeah, it's everybody has different approach, but if you look at all the comparison, they it's like South Dakota, North Dakota, one is open, others closed, but they're very close. Actually, I believe South Dakota is doing better and they're open. Um, it's also when people are inside, they're immune. And when they're all covered up, it's they don't get any sunlight. It's just they maybe reuse a mask with bacteria in it. You have to get a new mask every time. Um, you can't really reuse one, even though you do it as a risk that you, um, but it's, I don't think that, well, one thing is you, you lock everybody up and you know, for sure, everything else is ruined and other people have other issues can get to the hospital or you open up and be more, you know, the people that really need help, you protect them. And if you don't want to go outside when you're worried, we'll help you. We'll bring you stuff. 
Um, so I, if I was the 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 president or the minister president of the Netherlands or of America, I would have done it more like Trump did. Just offer them everything they need. Trump even sent a hospital ship to New York. I can't get over this fact. He sent a hospital ship with hospital beds. Governor Cuomo decided, I told you, if you look back on my videos where I gave an update every day, that was like my own online diary, um, that I said he's great on TV every day. It, he loved the publicity and he was looked like he was doing a lot. He was always complaining about that he needed more ventilators and this. So Trump said, okay, I'll get you more ventilators, but you don't need 44,000. But, you, you you know, I'll get you 8,000, which is more than enough. Well, that was true. He didn't need more than what President Trump offered. But then he brought this hospital ship that was mostly empty. And now we hear that th hundreds, maybe thousands of people died, elderly people died, that could have been helped. They were sent back to the nursing home and they could have been helped in this hospital ship. It's, how do you say it, a pragmatic, like the way to just get things done. That's how Trump worked. And he was like, let's open up every, every, everything. We, you know, the thing is he did think in the beginning that this was a bad pandemic. That's what everybody thought. And um, he then wanted to shut it down for a little bit. I think then he listened too much to the people around him. And now he's not in office. So that is something that maybe he was a little... Um, but now you see that gov other governors like DeSantis and Governor Christy Noom, they're more realistic about we can't keep everybody home and they're doing pretty good and people are happy in those states. So you have more, there's more you need to do than just be a good governor on TV. You also need to be realistic and value everybody's life and you not be like panicky and close off everything for one group you need to help them if there's need for anything you can send people there or you send a hospital ship or whatever but it's for a year it's been like this and now it seems that it's for other reasons than getting this uh, virus under control and that is what freaks people out and even in america but they, I think the people in New York are more silent about it. We don't see any protests because they feel there's no curfews. Yeah, they hate the restaurants are um, closed inside, but still the restaurants can be open outside. So people are like, okay, we'll just sit outside. I have a picture, but I don't think Dirk has it. But it's like where it's like people are sitting literally like almost in a snow igloo. There's so much snow around them, and they have a little outdoor dining area with a um, you know a heating lamp to give some warmth and they're basically within snow and are with you know all their clothes on but they want to have dinner so they go to these restaurants they're not allowed inside so even with the worst snowstorm in years they will sit outside that's how new yorkers are they're very flexible we'll make it work and even in the netherlands the people are like you know these this these lockdowns this is crazy um, they're finding ways to work around it to still live their lives. And I love it, them for them because they're the real resistance, the ones that are common sense. Also, the people I know that were, you know, not following the, the official lockdown, they all are healthy. They have not been, uh, you know, having issues. You just have to live your life. And if the government is um, 
trying to impose things on you. You have to work around it and work with it, but don't fight the little issues like the mask. Like in the Netherlands, they fight a lot about the mask. It's a minor thing about, uh, you know, if you compare it to the bigger things. One of the biggest problems in the Netherlands is that the human rights are violated on every level. And this maybe not affects you right away, but it could affect you in a few years. This will only go from bad to worse. And you have to focus on where the real issue is, the narratives, the propaganda, the forcing of things onto you. And the mask is just a little thing. And yeah, it's, we have, you always have to look at the bigger picture. And if you don't want to wear it, okay, fine. But, you know, some people are going to be scared or you're going to get into uh, arguments. Be prepared for that. And um, for me, I cannot really about mask. I wore a mask before everything happened. So for me, it's not a big deal. And it keeps you warm in the winter. So um, I see when you're saying three-hour monologue about how no ship will arrive. You mean Governor Cuomo? See, Eileen, you also had a Christmas movie. Let me know which Christmas movie. And also I see you had um, a Pinkeltje book. I have a few because Dirk couldn't find the whole series. So he had to buy a few separate series from collectors. And then we have some books left. So if we have the book that you have, that you still need, and I have it left, then... Um, one day you'll get it because <laughs> it's in storage. But when I find it, I can send it to you. We, we actually had to order or I had to order two collections and combine them to make a, a complete collection. Yeah, you found it on an online like eBay, the Dutch eBay, which is yeah. Mark Platz. But it was such a nice gift. Thank you, Dirk. And I can't wait to have it in our uh, bookshelf. I really love, as you can see in the back, I have we have a lot of books, but I have double as much in storage that is going to our house when we have space and well you had most of your books here already because yeah. you've been living yeah, here you, for a long time yeah. and i've mo i had most of my books in holland yeah and we kept it in storage and like you probably followed us um if you followed us then you know that we um we went to um we were to went to Holland and then we had storage, but we had to um, minimize it, like make it smaller, make less stuff and had to throw things out and sell stuff because I'm a kind of a collector. I'm a hoarder almost. Uh, I never want to throw anything away. Like what I'm saying is keep everything. Um, I do make a selection now. It's not like, you know, my straw, the paper of the straw that I use that I'm putting. No, it's really like meaningful things like a ticket to a concert or whatever. Well, now there's no concert, but I see Sylvia, you say, I don't agree, Lonica. The mask feels like I have no right to speak. Um, yes, I'm saying that it should be everybody's decision. There are reasons why some masks work, why don't. I do have to say that one time, okay, so in the airport i need i always wear this mask that is n99 and it has valves but in a plane before i could use it i could wear it but then i um had to put another mask over it on top of it like a surgical mask and i remember when we had some turbulence i was starting to get a little uh you know yeah, my heart was going up and I couldn't breathe anymore. So I had to just pull everything off because that's two layers. I know in America they talk about maybe two layers or two masks or three masks. 
yeah, that's crazy. Some people are joking, like maybe we should have 10 masks or 20 masks. Um, and then instead of a regular swab, uh, for the Dutch people, be prepared. The anal swabs are coming your way because in China they say that's a better way to find COVID. So go to your next to uh, you know COVID test and bend over. That's basically what they're asking. Um, I really think it should be everybody's decision if you want to wear a mask or not. But I'm just saying in the bigger picture of what's going on, it's a minor thing compared to the other things. They want you to talk about the mask issue because everybody has a different opinion. And in the meantime, behind the scenes, they do all these awful things. They, and you don't, most people are not noticing it. Um, so I'm trying to tell people like, you have to look at the bigger picture that it's just one issue. Um, but there are bigger issues. Um, I'm getting hundred hearts. Thank you so much. Uh, if okay, Elin is saying someone doesn't own a book, I don't trust them. Books are so important, yes. Also, to hear someone's opinion, I have a lot of books about eco, and I also have The Inconvenient Truth of Al Gore. I have, um, all I have spent so much money on all these, these doomsday scenario books about how to save the planet. But I don't believe this electricity, you know, they have not developed the, 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 the technology yet um, to get all the cars off um, the regular fuel, the regular gas and oil and stuff. And in the meantime, people are suffering and, it, you know, batteries are made in China or in, and the, the, they mine all this toxic metals that are used for, you know, if you look at the bigger picture, a lot of times it looks like it's a better thing for one country. But if you look at the picture, the bigger picture, like you want to help other countries, other countries are suffering because we want to be elect, you know, electric and all electric. And we want to, so I rather reuse cars that are still there. It's no extra cost to, uh, you know, make a new car. So I believe that people should just keep their cars and hopefully people will develop new technology Maybe that, uh, what is it, hydrogen or uh, other ways to get better energy. But right now, I'm not convinced anymore that electricity and electrical cars are the way to go. It's a lot of people spending so much money to get an electrical car or electric car. And um, it's not fair. It's the same as they want to push these things on you like an extra cost. But I'm not convinced about what they want to achieve, that it's, that it's actually going to achieve that I want. And I always tell people what is the difference between America, you know, in America, the Republicans and the Democrats is basically they both want the same thing. They want a better life for everybody. Well, I think the Republicans are more about American, all Americans. And then, uh, some Democrats only want a better life for themselves, but, um, the way they want to get there is different. And that's just, I always believe first that, the Democrats were right, but then I did some more research and I, now I'm more ten, uh, leaning towards the conservatism, just appreciating what you have and not about what, um, you know, changing everything, a lot of costs. And then maybe in 10, 20 years, we realize it didn't work. Same with, you see now already there's this, what was that movie called Derek with, um, all these parks full of solar panels and all that. Um, I'm not sure. And then everything was... But they are abandoned. Yeah, and they yeah. were all abandoned. I'm not sure what the name is. 
yeah, like there was Planet of the Humans. Is yeah, something like that. And um, they put so much money up for the these parks, windmills and solar panels, and now they're already out of business because they don't last long. You see that people that have solar panels, a lot of they have more risk on fire with fires. So I don't think those are decisions. The only things we can do is minimize our lifestyle and pay the fair price to the right people and work in communities and uh, buy local. Um, those are things that they don't want either. They want globalism. They want everybody to have a lot of costs to implement all these climate things. But I believe more in local food and local, you know, people helping each other. Um, yeah, that's what I focus on. Now. So I learned with, you know, being first on that side of the spectrum, I know exactly where they're coming from. But if you do a little more research and you, you know, Inconvenient Truth came out, I don't know, 2006, he said that within 10 or 12 years, the whole world will be different. I live in New York and it's very hard, uh, like low level uh, underwater. Um, so it, but it hasn't changed. Nothing changed. We don't have, we always had a hurricanes. We always had, it's not like part of the lands are now submerged. It's not like that. So then I was like, okay, so they made me very scared. Al Gore made me very scared. I was very worried for the planet. And now we are here. And all that stress I had was, you know, for nothing. And also, Sylvia, I want to thank you for your comments. I forgot to thank you. But, um, it, you know, I'm saying if you don't want to wear it. Here also, if you have a physical problem and you cannot wear it, you don't wear it. But... Yeah, it's, uh, I think, again, a personal thing. Elin, I see I'm considering becoming Amish. Yes, with I, I think in 10, 20 years, we'll hear more about what really happened during this pandemic, what the real story is. We'll see the results. I hope people keep track that they file everything, save all those videos of Governor Cuomo, President Trump, um, we'll talk about it. The, what they're hoping now is that we eliminate and censor everything. So nobody saved the videos, nobody saved. So if you see a video that's important, please save it, back it up because it's possible that they're trying to delete or erase it. We all need to have a backup of everything that you find important, important. And, um, they want to censor everything. They want you to forget. And they use the propaganda to keep repeating the thing, like the same with the stickers, Joe Biden is the elected president. So you keep, you know, that in your head the whole time. And the ones, the things that they don't want you to know, they delete it. They censor it. They don't want you to talk about it. They don't want it to be repeated. So there's a chance for us to repeat it and repeat it and repeat it. So that's what we're doing. We should use the same um, technique they're using to brainwash people for the right reasons. Because I think the, the truth is always the most important to defend. Uh, another thing I saw, I had a discussion on social media with Andrew Yang. He's running to become the mayor of New York. He had this crazy idea. He said, yeah, this flag of New York City is, uh, I never seen it, but it's uh, from 1915 and um, it has some orange. And then he showed the flag of the Netherlands. Well, it was actually not, I don't think a Netherlands flag because it was orange instead of red at the top. And the Dutch flag is red, white, and blue. And he asked people to design a new flag. And then he had a tweet saying, yeah, when I think of the of New York City, the first thing 
I don't think Dutch is uh, Dutch people are the first thing that come to mind. Well, the funny thing is he's following me on Twitter. So I called him out. I said, well, I'm from the Netherlands and I live in New York city. So I don't know. And you follow me, uh, but I love the flag. Why would you erase history? Um, you could have a second flag for like a, I don't know, generation or whatever, or for the year or two, but don't, why do they always have this need to erase history, change names of buildings, all these things. It's so weird. And, um, so, but he was also, um, tested positive for COVID. I don't know if he lived in New York city before, but now he's been going all around town to bodegas, sitting outside, just like I just described in the snow and in the, um, you know, trying to be out. And he said he was positive. So I hope he's doing fine. It's very big chance he is because he's not that old. Um, Trump, President Trump, I see him on, I don't see him. He's having a great time probably in Mar-a-Lago. The weather is great there. Maybe he's happy he doesn't have to deal with all the BS anymore. His impeachment trial is starting next week. Um, it's probably not going to go anywhere because there's not enough senators. They're going after some senators like uh, or House representatives like um, Marjorie MTG. She also has uh, people like, oh, she cannot have a name like RBG and AOC. She's not worth it, but they call her MTG, Marjorie Green, Taylor Green, I believe. And uh, because they think she's extreme. And, um, but some people are asking the Republicans now, you know, get, grow a pair and stand up for your people because the people in, uh, were that the people that represent, uh, the people that Marjorie represents, they, send a letter like we fully support her. We want everybody to support her. So and that's something that many people forget is president Trump was elected four years ago because the Americans chose him and you have all these different uh, electoral college votes and you have all these counties and states and they choose who they think should represent them. But if you don't like someone, it you should basically uh, be a better campaigner in that area because the people there chose that person, but they want to eliminate her from, from, um, the house. I don't know. It's crazy. You know, all this shenanigans is, um, yeah, is continuing. Um, when you seem to know is Yang, is he from New York city or from New York, the state and Trump? We cannot wait to hear from him. He's been censored. Also, I read this, that this New York um, University came out with this, um, this um, research that the conservative voices and media is not being censored. There's no bias against him, which is weird because President Trump has been, and everybody that supports him is be basically being censored. Like if they're on the right side of history, when you burn books and you, tell people to shut up. That's in history. We know that those are not the people that were the good guys. So I'm just telling them, if you do that, it makes you just look suspicious. And, um, yeah, th so that's what we've been doing. Dirk is, and I are going to, I'm going to continue packing because Florida seems like a good thing, but maybe we end up somewhere else, but I hope that it will be with like-minded people and that we have a little uh, community and some land and that I can grow my own vegetables. I'm so ready for that. I'm done with all this, uh, these crazy people, but in the meantime, 
if you follow me in all the different media, like the the you know Patreon and the these live streams, you can follow me what I'm up to. I'm definitely first step for me is to pack some bags and um, you know things I don't really need to make sure that when we move that a lot is already packed. And um, yeah, guys, that was that was my day. Thank you so much for staying with me during this. You know, when I have to stay inside because of the snow outside. And um, hopefully we'll speak each other to each other soon. Maybe Saturday. That's normally the day that I have a live stream. And then Sunday is the Dutch live stream for my Dutch friends. Thank you so much. Have a good week. Stay happy, healthy. Don't let it get to you. And I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.